Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle episode 476 features the incredible performer Sidney Page as guest host, being a bad influence, and sex advice. Warning, this show is only for adults who like sex. Does your dick hang low? Does it dangle to and fro? Can you tie it in a knot? Can you tie it in a bow? (laughs) Don't worry. Dick will be coming. Welcome to the Covert Nation. Here he is. Dick Jangle. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 476 of Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. Welcome to the Pervert Nation. I am your host, Dick Dangle, and joining me for this incredible episode is an extremely gifted guest host. You have heard her being interviewed on this show in the past, but now she is stepping to the plate as a special guest host to see if she has the chops for this podcasting business. She is beautiful in front of the camera. She is amazing behind the camera, and she has so much going on that it is impossible not to be captivated and enthralled by everything that she is. It is the phenomenal Sydney Page. How are you doing today? Oh my God, that was such a mouthful, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> it was a mouthful of Dick. Dick. Said, well, yeah. <laughs> if I'm in the right mood, yes. <laughs> so, how are things going? Um, they're going well. I just moved, still working on that TV show stuff. I had a shoot today. I have a new agent that is amazing. I love that man to death. I and he appreciates my sense of humor, which is also awesome. So are uh, you willing to shout out who this agent is? Yeah, it's AMA. It's Brian. Oh, he's all right. No, nah, oh. I'm kidding. Stop it. Oh, uh, Brian is so he, he's fucking awesome. Yeah. And so like the funniest thing I've been doing lately is uh, I answer the phone and, you know, I'm from the South. Yes. I was raised by Southern women and. You know, when you're answering questions and stuff, it's yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, because I would get slapped in the fucking face by my grandmother if she heard me do that. So I like he was talking to me about something and I was like, yes, sir. And he was like, when did you become so submissive? <laughs> I was like, listen here, motherfucker. And then I sent him like a TikTok about it, like about the funny thing and about how your elders would slap the shit out of you. So now I just call him sir all the time. Today he requested that I not call him sir, so now I'm calling him grandpa. Oh, that is much better. Yeah, I <laughs> I, I feel what you're saying because whether the person is older than I am, younger than I am, for me, it's just kind of a sign of respect when I especially if I first get to know them, I say sir, I say ma'am. Yeah, or like service industry, yeah. whatever, or like if I have to like make a call center cuz Call center jobs suck, so I don't want to be the Karen on the phone. So, like, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, like, just you know, 
bringing a little sunshine to someone's day. I wouldn't even call it sunshine. Just like not being a dick, right? <laughs> not being the call that you talk about later at the bar. <laughs> right? Yeah. Not, not the reason the person gets obliterated at night. Yeah. So I, I, I always do that. Like just whenever. And like, he, he called me one day and I was just like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Da, 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 da. When did you become submissive? Like fucking never dude. I'm just from the South. <laughs> So, speaking of the South and this move, what made you move to Miami? Work. Oh, just strictly work? Yep. Wow. Um, so, I was living in St. Petersburg, Florida, which is a beautiful city. I loved that city. There's so much art and music and all of this shit. But I was getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning to drive to Miami and then staying in hotels that were like... a night. So it it wasn't even fucking worth it. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go down there and chill out till the end of my lease term and figure out what I'm going to do next. I always heard that Miami was actually a pretty expensive place to either live or vacation. Is that true? Um, My rent is about the same. The only difference is uh, in St. Pete, I lived like on central i lived like right in the heart of the city and now i live in the suburbs but it's a very very nice place although i do have a roommate oh okay i gotcha yeah and uh my roommate's super cool and we instead of doing things 50 50 we uh like brought up our tax returns and did percentages so that like neither one of us is like going under too much economic stress so I pay a little less than I should probably. Well, that I that is actually a very adult and mature way to go about that. That is rare. Yeah, like I, I brought it up because I had read an article about it, and they're a comp- <laughs> they're a fucking software engineer, so they make oodles and boodles of money. So I pay a little less, but I I, I do shit around the house. I clean the house. I make sure that there's always toilet paper, like little shit like that, just to show my appreciation. Oh, that's cool. Very nice. Well, I hope you're ready for what this show is all about, less as an interview guest and more as a guest host. And what that is, dear listeners, is you are going to get some fun banter and stories between Sydney and myself. And if we have some time, we'll get to an article. It is basically going to be a full episode of whatever this turns into. Cool. I'm down with that. All right. Excellent. Now, some of the things that we actually talked about before we started doing this uh, show, one of them is you posted and you tagged me in your post on Twitter that you bought a new bass guitar. Yes. So it was such a big step for me because I had my last bass for 10 years. Wow. Yeah, I loved that thing. And I took it to Guitar Center to trade gear. Uh, I took it with my guitar also as a piece of shit, whatever, but like to get some money off of another bass that I really had my eye on and I fell in love. And then like the dude that I was inspecting my gear was like, this is a, you've had this for 10 years. Cause I take such good care of it. Cause that's my baby. Right. Yeah. So I got a, a Fender jazz bass. That's the beautiful blue color. You saw it. I, I fucking love it. And I took your advice from our last talk about putting 
you know, gear on my wish list, but no one's bitten yet. I even, I even put like some picks on there. Cause I like, I, I don't play pick with my base, but <laughs> like, I'm not one of those people we're divided, <laughs> but they have the, they have these felt base. Like you can also use them for ukuleles, but they give like a, a different kind of fuzzy warm sound. Mm-hmm. So I even threw some of those on there if you want to spend like seven bucks, but I've got an acoustic electric guitar on there that I would very much like to have. If anyone with some dollars in their pockets would like to spend. Speaking of dollars in pockets, I would like to thank you for yesterday's experience. <laughs> I think you found that as quite the surprise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, Dick here uh, <laughs> bought me a concert ticket to go see The Cure. Yeah. She had said that uh, once again on Twitter that you were like, Oh, you know, they're, they're coming to town and just, I don't know. I just kind of had a bug up my butt that day. And I was like, Oh, how much is the ticket? And you told me, I'm like, all right, it's in your cash app. And you were like, what? <laughs> I know I freaked out and I bought the ticket immediately. Cause we were supposed to do this podcast yesterday and I messaged you yesterday. Like I can't do it. Take the fucking cures tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been an embarrassing reason to miss the concert that you're recording it with the person who got you the ticket. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, uh, so you know that concert that you're sending me to? Uh, yeah, I got to go to that. But I had a fucking phenomenal time, and thank you so much. You're so fucking sweet. Thank you. Oh, yeah, like, was... I, I did not expect that at all. That's why I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah well, I, and that's why I like doing stuff like that is just be like, boom, you know, let, let you well, freak out a bit. Well, now models are going to start asking you for shit. Yeah, I'm debating if I'm going to cut this out or not. <laughs> yeah, let, let everyone know. Only I get to ask you for shit. Okay, there you go. Yeah, you're one of a very small percentage. Yeah, the whiskey drinking, vaping under a table at the Inked Awards, and we're in a four friends now. <laughs> exactly. Now you got it. I still have our pictures from the photo booth that night. Oh, no kidding. So do I. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. So... In going to see The Cure, I was told that they play an extremely long set. Yes. So did you like everything that they played and how it was presented? Fuck yeah. Okay. It's the fucking, it's the fucking Cure. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like, they could have, like, just sucked the whole time. But, like, like Mark Barron said, like, rock and roll's messy. Mm-hmm. I dig it. Very true. So did you go just dressed like in the period garb from when they were like really, really popular or did you just go and just chilled and kind of got absorbed in the atmosphere? Well, I'm kind of a gothy chick anyway. So like my uniform on a daily basis is some black jeans or dark blue jeans, black shirt, and then like a pair of boots. So I just went in that so I don't know if it was period garb, but I just t- dressed like my normal little grungy self. <laughs> because people see my videos and my pictures and stuff, and they're always like, oh, you're so pinup and classic and high class. And then they meet me in person, and I'm <laughs> I look like I just rolled out of like a stoner van. <laughs> <laughs> but in a way, that's a good thing, because it shows that you can play a multitude of roles. I guess so. Yeah. Like, I, I really dig the pinup look, and, like, I've had some very generous clients over the years buy me some very nice things that I love to wear on carpets and stuff, but my everyday is, you know, comfortable black. 
So when it comes to scenes and things like that, like I do with the interviews, I go through your social media to see if there's anything that I can ask about or, you know, just kind of bring up because I think it's kind of interesting. And I saw a clip that you had retweeted from Fetish Vids. And uh, for those who want to check out their site, it is at... F-E-T-T-I-S-H underscore V-I-D-S fetish vids. And it is a horror themed clip and it's based on the movie Saw. Yeah. But it's a tickle fetish. Absolutely brilliant. So first of all, I want to shout out to him because he is so fucking cool. And he is married to a woman who is me, basically. Like he picked me up from the airport And we were having a conversation and he was like, oh, my God, you are the blonde version of my wife. And then when his wife got home that night, because we were going to rest and shoot the next day, I was talking to his wife. We were having a cup of tea and she was like, you remind me of my best friend in college. So we got along fucking great. And the other thing about that video is the video that we did that we knew was going to sell the most couldn't be sold anywhere. Right. Yeah. I I talked about it last time. Like they, like I even, I contacted clips for sale and all this shit. And like, he put it on his Twitter, but they put that basically I was in too much distress. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. You sold it too well. That's right. Yeah. So he was like, next time I hire you act shittier, please. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, all right. (laughs) That's, that's an odd request. Usually don't get that. Yeah, like I don't want to like break the movie magic magic or anything, but since it's not being sold, like there was a tens machine attached to my feet. Oh, my and goodness. I I know what a tens machine feels like because I have one for my back. He forgot to turn it on. <laughs> so it is just like straight acting. Because then at the end he was like, cause he even was like, was the machine on your feet okay? Like you you were really wiggling around. I was like, I, you forgot to turn it on. <laughs> that's a that's america's got talent level of talent yeah well i mean i had like tape over my face and shit like and i was hogtied so i'm just like wiggling around and going (laughs) but i don't know i don't know because we had like a fight scene in it also where he was too aggressive according to the clip sites and we had so much fun with it he even put out like the camera was rolling and he put out the end of it where he had to tell me to stop wow because, uh, like, he was supposed to, like, grab my ponytail from behind and we were supposed to have a little fight because it was a home invasion. Mm. And he was like, I want it to look as real as possible, but I want you to be comfortable because he's a super, super cool dude. I cannot – I have nothing bad to say about this man and his wonderful wife and all of his animals. I've had a great fucking time there. Hire me again if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I was just like, you can come at me. Like – and he's a like – his day job is uh, one that involves uh, dealing with people in such a manner, I will just say. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. But he was like, wow, okay. But you can hear he put out the end of that before, like he cut it into the scene and he's like, okay, 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 stop. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. So what you're saying, he's a Walmart greeter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
But I'm saying that he uh, is accustomed to running and chasing people and then sometimes having to wrestle them to the ground, which is what he was trying to do to me was wrestle me to the ground. Like like I said, a Walmart greeter. Totally yeah, understand what you're saying. Yeah, a Walmart greeter. I'm, I'm reading and through he, that, yes. Yeah, he had to tell me to stop. Wow. And then Cliff Rochelle would not let him sell it. I think I think it's on his loyal fans. I'm always surprised at this ebb and flow and this honestly continued shrinking of what adult sites are saying you could use as descriptive words or keywords or hashtags. It's unreal. I was on Twitter the other day and someone posted that they could not, that many vids uh, flagged them for the use of the word pool. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, because I was like, like, put giant square in ground filled with water like i don't fucking know <laughs> yeah because uh apparently you can't spell pool without poo yeah and, but it was pool yeah it's like come on and it was a pool scene and she's a florida model like the fuck <laughs> and underwater fetish is definitely a thing i have a video out there of being filmed underwater that's on my sites and i look hot as fuck under there because I, I love to be in the water. I love to swim. I love to dive, all that shit. So that was, I had the question, and then I drifted off into thought. I apologize terribly. Come on, Dick. You can do it. Oh, my God. This is what happens when you wake up at 4.30 in the fucking morning. Yeah, that's why I live in Miami. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> now, another thing that I noticed on your Twitter is uh, you do dick ratings. Yes. And with video, which is impressive. And yeah, there- I just I just record myself like talking about it instead of just like writing it down. I just it's actually quicker and easier to just like it's a minute video, like whatever. So, how would you rate this dick that you're talking to right now? Well, I just went to the cure because of this dick, so ten out of ten. Ten, okay, good. It is an impressive <laughs> dick. <laughs> yes, it is an impressive dick, and. Imp- Impressive 80s goth rock dick. That's right. It is, he's, it is a generous dick. <laughs> <laughs> I really I really did not expect that. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was so excited. I like jumped up and I jumped out of bed. It was like, what? <laughs> and, I, and I never get excited about fucking anything. I have been called Daria so many times in my life. I think I need to change my fucking name. <laughs> But I, I I jumped and was like, what? And immediately went and got a ticket. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. Now, the last thing that I want to bring up, at least for right now, when it comes to some of the stuff that you posted, this one hits home for me. Mm-hmm. And what you wrote was, what's the deal with the cross eyes, tongue out thing? <laughs> Am I too old to understand? Hashtag elder millennial. Now, do you know what that is? It was explained to me. Okay. Yeah. It was the, uh, I don't know how it's pronounced. A hagao. Uh, is the, yeah. the Japanese moaning face that really took off in anime circles where they kind of look to the center part uh, of their eyebrows and kind of Yeah, they like cross their eyes their tongues out and like sometimes they'll like throw up a piece or they'll like look up and sometimes there's drool and i I see it fucking everywhere and like can someone please explain this to me because i I guess i'm too old to get it 
Yeah, I can. Un- I feel you 100%. I don't get it either. And because I am older, my first thought is, what are you doing to your eyes? Are you actually affecting your vision by doing this move? Like, I have been fucked pretty good in my life, but I have never gone cross-eyed over it. <laughs> I've lost control of my legs. I've okay. squirted. I've done all of, like, pretty much all of the things that would be, like, I've been not, I've been immobile for an hour, like, but I've never been, like, getting fucked and gone cross-eyed and stuck my tongue out. That would take me out of the moment so quickly Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) But at least like that is something a woman can do. It's something a woman can pull off. I don't I don't think a man can do that. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I mean, if it works for you, do it. But I'm not going to be doing that. It's kind of like calling guys daddy. Like, I'm, I'm not into that either. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how I would respond to that. Yeah. Probably, probably with an erection, but uh, like after <laughs> some thought, I don't know. Yeah, I when I was at my shoot today, the guy said something like "do it for daddy" or whatever, and like in my mind, I went. <laughs> 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 I'll be right back. I have to throw up. Yeah, I, I continued the scene because I am a professional. You are. I, I guess so. They keep telling me that. <laughs> Is there something much like this face? Is there something that takes you out of any kind of sexual connection immediately? Like, uh, for me, it's the oversell, which that kind of that face kind of falls into that. But, uh, you know, the that, that, just that. Ah, yeah. Yeah, it's not a face, but I've heard some noises that I've been like, eh. But, like, I think sex should be funny sometimes. Agreed. So, like, sometimes, like, whoever I'm having sex with will do something funny, even, like, at, like, doing a scene or whatever. And I just, like, giggle and move along because sex should be fun. Right. That is that yeah. is true. But what is one of those sounds that you hear and you just go, ah. Like, besides <laughs> crying. <laughs> <laughs> you should never fuck someone who's like, I I have a story about that, but I'm going to leave it alone. But, like, you should not have sex with someone who's crying. Okay. But yeah, just like, but I feel so much, Sydney. I feel so much. I I had a partner recently that he likes to describe everything to me. Like if I put my hands on his back and like run my fingernails out, oh my God, I love that so much. I love it when you, and he will like write me like a book about what I just did. And like every time my hand moves, like just shut the fuck up and fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I know it feels good because if it didn't, you'd suck. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> or if it if it's like a new place or a new thing you're doing, you can be like, I like that. But that th- that's really all I need to hear. Because okay. I, I do like it when dudes make noises. Okay. That's good. Uh, it was like the over explaining of just <laughs> like I and like I ended up telling him to shut his fucking mouth. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. And I kind of felt like an asshole, but I was like, like, but I tried to do it in like a sexy way. Like, shut the fuck up and fuck me. Like, <laughs> do you just put your finger on his lips? Like, shh. I have uh, this partner in particular. I have put my hand over his mouth. <laughs> well, that's a little different, but okay. 
<laughs> yeah, but that can also be construed as sexy. I, I have threatened a ball gag. He seemed down for that. You know, it's any port in a storm, really. Yeah, anything to get you to shut the fuck up. Yeah. So <laughs> that's that's good to know. I'll, I'll write that in the notes. So for me, I kind of feel the same way when it comes to sexting, because there's a point where I will just kind of be flirting with someone. And then all of a sudden it turns into this sexual novel and I don't know how to respond. I don't know if they're expecting a response or if you want to read all that. Yeah. Usually (laughs) I've said it on the show before. Usually they'll say a bunch of stuff and I just go ditto. Because like, <laughs> Samesies, <you're> right? <laughs> like, like I can't, I can't compete with that. Yeah, when I when I sex, it's more of like a like I'll send a picture of my cleavage or something and be like, "You're in for it later," or like something like that, and I'll I'll just leave it at that because then they can ponder on that all day because it's not super specific, so their mind can be wherever it wants to be, and then I'll see you in a bit. See, that is the perfect way to do it because there have been times, like literally, I'm trying to respond and I'm getting another two-page text of just this beautifully done dirty talk. And it's like, at this point, it's not about me. Am I even involved in this? Or are you just writing for the fun of it? You know, you know, erotica, I guess. Yeah. I've, I've never really been into that. I, I'm, I'm very like short and straight to the point and like sometimes just – a little bit so that you can let your imagination run wild so that you can sit there and think about, well, what is she going to do to me? Like all day long. That's hot. Because then I get to think about that. You're thinking about that. And maybe you have a boner at work and that's hilarious. <laughs> maybe what you need to get is one of those blinking neon arrows and just like point it at your vagina or your butt, you know, just so, so like, yeah. like make it obvious, but still make it fun. Yeah. I, <laughs> This was another really dumb thing. Like I got asked for a dirty picture and my response was, you have the internet. (laughs) That is awesomely passive aggressive. Like go to my Twitter, idiot. (laughs) (laughs) But he wanted something personal. Well, but then I like to shoot that stuff together. Uh, Makes sense. Because I've got a whole folder in my phone of things that will never see the internet because they are just for us. I have an empty folder on my phone. Aw, for you. Tell me about it. Pittsburgh is not a hotbed of sexual activity. Well, I mean, I... It's not a hotbed of sexual activity for me either because I have to be so safe because of you know, work. So, like, I pick my partners very carefully. The last partner I had, I went to Planned Parenthood with him because I don't like condoms. So I was, just, I told him, like, straight up, like, we're not going to fuck unless you go get a test and I'm coming with you to make sure it's real. Like, I've even given people, I've told people to go to talent testing. Yeah. But that's like a whole thing. So we got to like get to know each other first and like sexual chemistry and stuff like that. But I've never had a one night stand. Yeah, I could say the same thing. I've never had one as well. Yeah. Like I intended on having a one night stand once and I ended up married to him for 10 and a half years. <laughs> oh, wow. That was a misread. Wow. Yeah. Talk about it. Talk about a fucking <laughs> misfire. <laughs> But I was like, yeah, I'm going to fuck this dude at this party. And this, I was 19 and then, yeah, ended up married to the motherfucker. Wow. 
I got to go to whatever parties you are at. I didn't know that was an option. It was like a band house party. But yeah, I yeah, I ended up married to him for 10 and a half years. I totally like was going to be a one night stand because I when I met him, I did not like him. <laughs> but I thought that he was hot. So yeah, that that was pretty much it. And then we were married for 10 and a half years and now I don't like him again. <laughs> oh no. Well, the, there are lessons to be learned for the listeners when they hear that story. Yeah. Cause you know, every, everyone that knows knows because he pretends to be a performer still. And he's got like videos of mine that we share and stuff. So everyone knows who he is. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. He, he walked the purple carpet with me. You saw him cause we were still married. Oh, the, okay. I, I had to think about that one. Yes, yes. I got you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So he was an intended one night stand. I dream to be an intended one night stand. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, I'm 34 and I've never had one. Yeah. Well, th- maybe that could be like a shirt of yours. You know, I, I'm your next intended one night stand or something like that. Yeah, but then we're going to be married for a decade, so buckle in. Because <laughs> I like I like as shitty as I want to say some of my partners have been. I know I am not easy to deal with either. So <laughs> I'm not gonna lie; I kind of find that hard to believe. You, yeah, you are, but then, then you find out. <laughs> well, but but let me paint the picture for you as I see you. You are a responsible adult when it comes to things like your occupation and and your friends, which is very important. Oh, I love my friends. Yes. You have hobbies that you really enjoy that you use to escape, which is very important because a lot of people don't take that kind of time for the things that they enjoy away from their occupation. So that is very healthy. That is very good. You understand your flaws. You have a wonderful sense of humor. Like I, I don't see the bad. Yeah. But so I'm also mentally ill, which is something that a lot of people can't deal with. I make it no secret as we've spoken out of before that I have a severe depression problem that requires constant maintenance and, you know, my job is a lot for some people to deal with. And like, believe it or not, Daria over here, I got a lot of feels like I, I've got an artist's heart. So like, it's not a puddle, it's an ocean in there, the good and the bad. So when I'm mad, oh, no. <laughs> Are you the type of person that it takes a lot to get to that point of mad or are you mad instantly? No, I'm really slow to anger. And I've talked to my therapist about this uh, because I make the choice to be kind and to have empathy because I've fucking been there, dude. Like, whatever you're talking to me about, people tell me that I'm easy to talk to all the time. It's because I've fucking been there. Right. And, like, someone can tell me something really shitty, and my general first question is, well, why why'd you do that? Like, there's no judgment for me or whatever, but... um my therapist said, because I have chosen all of these things and because I am slow to anger, the monster is still there. The monster is not dead. It's sleeping. And last time I got really, really mad, I was seeing a guy and I freaked him out so bad because when I get to that point of mad, I start laughing. Oh, okay. 
and shit's about to go down. Right. <laughs> and I will tear you limb from limb and hit all of your soft spots. It's not great to be in a fight with me. Yeah, it, I would not recommend it. Like, <laughs> just don't because like you're in a relationship with me. I'm going to hit all your soft spots. I'm going to make you feel like an absolute piece of shit. But you have to get me to the point. So I'm a handful. Yeah, but I but I will say like all of that. The good runs just as fucking deep. Like I drown in love. Mm. Like when I'm in love with someone, I am in the bottom of the fucking sea, dude. Mm. When I met my ex-husband, we were lying on the floor of a bathroom and like just like face to face. And he inhaled as I exhaled and he literally took my breath away. Wow. And I that that was it. I was done. (laughs) Like, Like wrap me up with a bow. We were married less than a year later. Wow. Yeah. But like that's the kind of love but you got to deal with all the really fucking dumb, crazy shit too. Cause I love you so much. I will drown for you, but I will also push you in this water and make you fucking drown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cut that part out. That was such clean audio. I'm going to use that as a drop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but it's true. Like I'm, I'm a lot, I'm really, really emotional. When it comes to, because I don't let a whole lot of people like super close. So when you get that close to me, like I got lots of feels, yeah. and it's a lot for some people. I oh, I can agree with that. I mean, I have my issues as well, and when I'm feeling it, it it's it's almost like when I'm drinking, and I know that I'm getting to the point of maybe being a little tipsy, and in my brain. I can almost like POV style, see the dumb, slightly inebriated behaviors that I do. And I tell myself to stop it, but I can't. And love for me is the same way where it's just like, dude, like slow down. You're fine. They like you. You like them. Everything's good. But it's just like, no, you don't understand brain. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I do the same fucking things. Like I love to buy gifts. I love to write little notes. And then, you know, if some, and if, if they do something shitty to me, I feel so betrayed, like being at the bottom of this ocean of love for you. And like, how could you? And like that, that is a real thing that happens. Mm-hmm. And it'll be like something small, but I'm like, I'm drowning in love. I do anything for you. I die for you. How could you? <laughs> I just got but, cheese on your croissant, babe. Calm down. <laughs> I, I have been in a fight because someone toasted my sandwich and I did not want it to see. It. Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love you so much. I do everything for you. I would die for you. Why would you toast my sandwich? <laughs> you know, rational stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The love makes me completely irrational. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel that one for sure. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, in the same vein with all the bad, like, I would do anything. And this includes my friends. Like I drown in love with my, like when I make a friend, you're my friend for fucking life. Like I, all of my friends are like decade or more. And like, I, I've done some shit that I probably shouldn't have. Uh, (laughs) Just like uh, one of my friends recently, she was doing something that was very dirt baggy. And she was like, Hey, can I borrow your phone? And I was like, you're a fucking dirtbag. 
And she was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, here's my son. (laughs) (laughs) As long as we're on the same page. And then like the same friend uh, picked me up once. uh, And I, cause I had had a fight with a dude I was seeing and she was like, you know, you're wrong. Right. I was like, yeah. And she was like, I'm still going to defend you though. And I was like, okay, cool. (laughs) That, that is a ride or die right there for sure. Oh yeah. I've got my, my girlfriends are fucking amazing. I love them to death and they're not in the industry or I would shout them out. Understandable. A stormy gray, uh, is one of them actually. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. She was a pop-up for a little bit. I'm hoping she pops up some more, but she's got a lot of stuff going on, but she's, uh, she was my roommate actually when I met my ex-husband. So we lived together when I was like 18, 19, but yeah, we've done some very questionable things for the other person. But then at the same time, be like, you know, you're the asshole in this, right? Like, yeah, okay. Like, just making sure that you know. But, yeah, like, let's go, like, kill this motherfucker. Yeah, I was going to say, are we talking bodies in the desert or? <laughs> well, she, her day job, she's a PI. Oh, And wow. she's six feet tall, covered in tattoos. I call her Jessica Jones, who chooses violence. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Like, pe- like people are afraid of her, and like I, I'm afraid of her. When we lived together, we got in a fight, and she wanted me to move out. I moved out in the middle of the night, <laughs> and we you are still go. very good friends to this day. But that is a thing that happened. <laughs> wow! Because I was like, this bitch is gonna kill me. <laughs> I don't have any of those friends. And I, even the girl that I was just talking about, like borrowing my phone, like. I'll be like, oh, Stormy's coming to town. And she'll be like, yay. Oh, no. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or like, I'm, I'm going to stick a six Stormy on this asshole. Like, oh, my God, I hope he survives. Because <laughs> she lives in Oklahoma and she found out that something shitty was happening to me. I was like dicking around in my kitchen. There's a knock on my door. It's her. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. With her fucking suitcase. Like, hey, I'm staying with you this week. Like. Oh, shit. Well, you know where the guest room is. Goodness gracious. Now that is a friend. Yeah, that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah, she was there for like a really like dumb ass part of my life. So and like she showed up like she didn't even tell me she was coming. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I I love her. So Stormy Gray, if you're listening, I love you, Torty Cat. Oh, my goodness. That's adorable. That's my nickname for her is Torty Cat. Oh. Yeah. So speaking of being involved and maybe even encouraging bad behavior, may may I tell you a story? Oh, yes. I want to hear about you encouraging bad behavior. (laughs) I'm at the point in my life where I allow people to dig their own holes. Oh, that's the best. Oh, it's fantastic. And I will even go so far as to kind of lead them to continue to dig deeper. <laughs> Loan them a shovel. Oh, 100%. So uh, last weekend, I take Mama Dangle out to do a little shopping. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're doing some some food shopping. And we go, I don't know, have you ever been to Pittsburgh? Yeah. Okay. So we, I, I, we talked about Handel's Ice Cream. Oh, that you are correct. That is right. So there is an area in Pittsburgh, for those who have not been here, it's called the Strip District. And it's this nice street where it's just nothing but shops and restaurants and 
food places and all kinds of things. So I take her down there and we're just kind of making our rounds up and down the street, getting stuff. And we stop into this one store that she really likes. Like they have like high end cheeses and meats and just all kinds of great food. That sounds awesome. Oh, it's, it's tremendous. And we are checking out and there is a husband and wife with a daughter who I imagine is probably like 20 to 22 years old, somewhere in that neighborhood. I'm still waiting on that bad behavior. Yeah, right. Well, not me. Not me. So, oh, not you. Not me. So oh, did your mama do something? Because that's excellent. Uh, she she would, but she didn't Okay, I'll have stop to. interrupting that's, you. Go oh, ahead. you're fine. <laughs> so the young man who is the cashier makes hard eye contact with her because she was pretty, but she was dressed in clothes that was very uh, form-fitting, shall we say. Okay, so she looked great. Yes. Next. Yeah, and the the young man, he was probably 16 to 18. And yeah. When you're that age, you realize that it's just like a certain part of your brain you can't turn off. And, and he was there. Like, he could not help but stare at her. Yeah. And I guess she shot him a dirty look. Now, I didn't really see it because I'm behind them. And uh, as they leave and they are out of earshot, he starts saying to Mama Dangle and myself, like, what does she want me to do when you present yourself like that? I'm going to look. And and he just kind of goes, oh, no. Yeah. And at volume, might I add. And he's just like, you know, when, when you look like that, I, I'm just, I'm going to look. And I just went, it's evolution. As a man, you're made to look. And he's like, you get it. You get me. Right. I you could shut your fucking mouth about it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and he is just losing his mind about how he had no other choice but to look at this attractive young woman to the point where as he finished checking us out and I get my change, you hear someone go, Hey, uh, put your clothes sign up on that register for a second. I need you for something. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and as I walk out with Mama Dango, I'm like, oh, he's getting in so much trouble right now. <laughs> and she's, because you egged him on. I, I'm sure it didn't help. That is for sure. But if you're going to be loud about your thoughts when it comes to something like that, I am 100% going to encourage it. Oh, absolutely. That that wasn't appropriate. I mean... Like, I'll be having lunch, and I'll see, like, a dude or a woman walk by and be like, goddamn, look at that ass. But I'm saying it to, like, my friends or to myself. I'm not like, hey, bitch. Right. <laughs> nice <Yeah>. ass. <laughs> Which would be awesome. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah, yeah. The time and place, as they say. Sydney cat calls. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I feel like we need to shoot a video where like you are a patron in a restaurant and I'm the staff and yeah. you're just like losing your mind and saying all the things that guys say to women. I so I haven't seen that, but on TikTok there is like some uh some creators that do positive catcalling. Have you seen that? Oh, I have not. That's awesome. But it'll be like, hey girl, like they got a microphone, like you look like you make your bed every morning <laughs> <laughs> or you look like you got a good credit score. Ooh, that's a, that's or, a good one. 
you look like you have a great relationship with your parents. <laughs> <laughs> like shit like that. And it's really like, like those are just like off the top of my head. They've got some really, really funny ones. Cause like the women, like they'll stop and they'll look like, Ugh, but then like, they'll say something like that. Like, it looks like you always do the dishes. <laughs> like, you, you're, it looks like your house is always clean. You're responsible or what the fuck ever. And then they're like, oh, my God, I am. <laughs> oh, I thank you. <laughs> yeah. I actually had a series of videos that I wanted to shoot along the same lines, maybe a little bit more in depth. That maybe yeah. we'll have to talk about after we're done recording this episode. I think you might really dig it. Oh, yeah. I'm always up for new ideas. I think I just posted on Twitter a little bit ago because someone came up with an idea about like a MILF book club orgy. And I was like, I have to retweet this. Like, I want to write that script because <laughs> <laughs> it would be so funny. That would be awesome. And I love setups like that. And then like until the sex, we're just like saying the most absurd shit maybe even during the sex you're still talking about the book it's that good yeah i've a. I was in vegas talking to two male performers and like our scripts are sometimes just like riddled with errors and stuff like that and we were like we should make a youtube channel where we read these scripts like in different voices like with a southern accent or like with vocal fry just like shit that's very inappropriate and then read it exactly the way it's written Oh, that would be tremendous. Like, and now, like, I would totally love it if you put your cock in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds amazing, darling. That would really turn me on. You got a very pretty mouth. I bet you'd get this all the way down your throat. How about that, you slut? <laughs> oh, my God. I would totally love to be your slut. <laughs> <laughs> Like, this is something that needs to happen. Uh, yeah, it does. And by the way, thank you very much for the title of the episode. I know it's in there somewhere. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was but awesome. The, but like that, but with all of the fucking, like, terrible grammatical errors that they make. I am surprised, like, just in general, people who say they're a journalist and yeah. writing an article for an online news outlet and it is just they go from present to past tense and they're using yeah. the wrong there you got, you got editors like one of my really good friends is a journalist who went to columbia like she's hot shit but she's got like a team of fucking people she writes you know she wrote for jezebel for a little bit like she was writing that and then i was like so what are you doing she was like oh sending it to the team of editors like who the fuck dropped the ball on this Speaking of dropping the ball, have you seen the marketing campaign for the new Pepsi logo? I have not. Um, it is basically circles. They made this long ass paper okay. about circles. You, I'm, I'm going to send it to you. You have to read it. But I was like, how much money did these people make? to sit around, pass a joint, and just be like, circles. Uh, I'm going I'm, I'm to look up the Pepsi logo right now. Yeah, it, like, do the, like, like read marketing. Because they've got, like, they start talking about the universe and the world and, like, 
the picture of David, like he's in a circle, like all of these, it's, it's circles. It's her, it's a fucking circle. <laughs> huh? Like Pepsi marketing campaign, like look through like what they actually presented to this board. It is preposterous <laughs> and they got paid millions of dollars to just be like circles. <laughs> <laughs> like I want that fucking job. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, like it goes like so in depth about the importance of circle, and that's why it should be on a fucking Pepsi can. Oh, that it's almost brilliant madness. Like it's on a level that we just don't get. I get it. Circles. So, you gave these people way too much fucking money. They spent it on dumb ass shit. Like they're playing foosball, like drinking a six pack or more, and then they're just like, we should just write a bunch of shit about circles. Right. <laughs> And there's even like a bunch of like Pepsi logos for like the white part and like how the face needs to be. And like some of it, like one of them got angry eyebrows for some reason. <laughs> it, it's it's so funny. If you don't find it, I am going to send it to you. No, like I, I found it. It's a, it's yeah. ready to be read. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, but it's all fucking circles. It's just circles. And like reading the importance of the universe is connected by Pepsi circles. Like <laughs> it is. I <laughs> so you're, you're, you're I cannot tell you how many hours I've devoted to just thinking about it. <laughs> so basically, every every answer to their argument is well because circles. Because circles, yeah. Wow. Like and like they bring up the universe and the drawing of David and the world and the moon and like continuum and faces. It circles, circles. The answer is circles. Now, someone, someone found a protractor in their desk <laughs> and they went to fucking town. <laughs> now, you know who has brilliant marketing. Is this the perfect segue? This is how good I am at this. Oh, look at you. Thank you. You actually got something from a company that we both follow. Yes. Oh, my God. I got sent this shirt that is so my humor i got it from giantwolfsupply.com if you haven't checked them out you should but it's a shirt and it's got a picture of like a potted daisy on it and it basically just says like everything that lives will die and then at the bottom like in smaller font like make it count (laughs) (laughs) so it's like i'm a daisy i'm so happy everything's gonna die (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I love this fucking shirt. And so I tweeted them because they were talking about something. And I was like, man, if you send me that shirt, like, I'll take a picture in it. And then they've got like a bunch of like musicians and stuff on their page, like all sorts of artsy stuff. And I was like, I'll take a like T-shirt and panties, which is like the hot uniform. I love seeing women wear that. And they want me to and like, I'm going to like play my bass and like wear this shirt that is like so up my fucking alley and like great quality like it's just fucking amazing i hope i I asked for a hat i hope they send me a hat (laughs) i hope so too yeah i i like their uh their designs people should definitely follow them if you're on twitter they are at giant wolf supply yeah they're definitely a cool company for sure yeah and it's like one dude that's like like if you tweet at them like it's the dude that makes all this stuff is the dude answering you oh okay so that's also like super cool. 
because I I'm, I just said it out of nowhere. Like, I really fucking love this shirt. Like, if you send it to me, I'll I'll play my bass and wear it and take some pictures for you. And I, I it's kind of the same thing with the cure tickets. I did not expect them to be like, absolutely. Because mm. I saw the shirt and it was just so up my fucking alley. Like, everything's going to fucking die. <laughs> Happy daisies. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to wear that fucking shirt everywhere. Yeah. I love finding a shirt like that where it's just like, man, this not only is like, I like a good quality shirt, but, yeah. but when you find one where the design just kind of, you know, yeah. it makes you feel and, you, and you're like, yeah. And you can like pick the colors of the shirt and everything, but I obviously picked black, but you know, yeah. but yeah, it's an awesome quality shirt. It's funny as fuck the guy running the operation is super cool and you should always 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 support artists yes yes always like i've got paintings all around my house that like i've just been you know dicking around on like instagram or like i'll be at like an indie market or something and like i pick up a painting like i have one that i'm staring at right now where I talked to the dude and he was like, Oh, I'll give it to you for 20 bucks. And I gave him a hundred because like acrylic and paint ain't cheap. Right. And it's fucking beautiful. I love it. And I sent him a picture of when I hung it up and he was like, it's upside down. And I was like, uh, no, this is the way I want it. <laughs> <laughs> like this is my art now. Right. I gave you five times what you wanted for that painting. I, it's, this is how I look at it. Oh, he was just, he was just being a, Yeah. I'm actually texting it to you right now, <laughs> but it's apparently upside down. <laughs> but I was like, this is the way I like it. But yeah, always support local art and giant wolf is fucking awesome. And they've been so fucking rad and their shit is cool. It's, it's cool. And I don't say that about a lot of companies. Like I, I got recently a butt rest pillow. Okay. I don't know if you've heard of these, but it's like thighs and, and a big old booty with like some yoga shorts that you can take off and uh, like wash and stuff. But you basically you sleep on a butt and the pillow is awesome. And they sent me like a ton of keychains and shit. But I messaged them because I was going to shout them out. And I was like, I love the pillow. I love the idea. It's just a little too firm for me, okay. like for my neck. So they sent me the next size down. And it's and it's fucking perfect. And she's wearing like galaxy leggings, so I fucking love it. So the butt rest pillows, butt rest, uh, those are hilarious. I am lucky enough where the people that have merch, we kind of share merch. Like uh, you know, they'll send me a t-shirt, I send them a t-shirt, things like that. When it comes to companies, like especially bigger companies, yeah, man, that's a difficult one because. Man. I have tried to get in with some bigger companies because, like, there are some lingerie companies that I will I will shoot anything to get some of that stuff. And so far, no lingerie companies have responded to me, but I get just the funniest stuff sometimes. Well, I got something where a little while ago, a company reached out to me. I'm not going to say their name. And they're like, we think you would be a great fit for us, and we think that uh, you'd be, or uh, you know, you know, in the other way around, however, I just said that. And, yeah. uh, I'm like, yeah, let's, you know, I'm more than happy. Let's give it a shot. So they sent a sample of their product and they gave me a code that I could give people. And we were going to track the numbers for about a month. 
Yeah. And uh, see if we can come to an agreement beyond that. Like, okay, yeah, that sounds fair. Yeah. Go great. through the whole system. After a month, I didn't hear from anybody. And yeah. Like, okay, that's weird. And it's a big company. And I'm like, okay. You're going to have to shoot me a text message. I want to know about that. Yeah. Oh, I definitely will. And uh, like, that's weird. So for like two weeks after that, so week five and six, I sent emails like, listen, at least let me know, even if you don't want to use me, what the numbers were. I'm still interested. Yeah. I I didn't hear from anybody. Oh, well, okay, whatever. Nothing I could do about it. Yeah. About three months later, a different sales representative from that company is like, Hey, you know what? We think you would be a great fit for us. And oh, <laughs> like get it together. Right. And that, that was my first thought. So I didn't respond to that one when I got the second one. So actually the third email from the third person was like, okay, listen, here's the story. <laughs> yeah. Like, like no harm, no foul, but like, uh, you, you guys may want to work on this. Yeah. See, I, like a lot of companies have sent me stuff, but then some of them get mad at me because I'm not going to tell you to go buy something that I didn't like. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. Like I'll send it back, like whatever. But like the two companies I just talked about, like, like what I said to butt rest, I was like, I haven't said anything about it because it's a little too firm for me. And they were like, okay, try the smaller one. And I'm waiting on that in the mail. But that's why I haven't said anything about them. But they've been super, super cool to me. And it is a hilarious... My roommate stole it from me. So they must like it. (laughs) But I don't... Like, if you send me your product, that's not an automatic... I'm going to be like, oh my god, this is amazing. Like, if I don't like it, I'm going to tell people not to buy it. Right. That's fucking dumb. Right. I received your text of the artwork that you got. That is really cool. Oh, it's so beautiful, right? And like, even like in, when sunlight hits it, it just like glows, but it's upside down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it looks better this way. Yeah, it's actually. Uh, let me look at it upside down. Let's let's, let's see if uh, if the artist is correct. No, I think you got it right. Yeah, I think it looks better that way. Yeah. But I've got I've got stuff all over my house like that cuz like support local art and I got a, like some woodwork like woodworking recently and it says sorry I tried sacrificing you to Satan. <laughs> I <haven't> and heard... <laughs> it's right next to my front door. I like I saw it. I fell in fucking love with it. Like you can only get that kind of stuff from independent artists and you know the starving artist thing is a real thing. So like support it, but I'm only going to support it if it's good or cool. And then companies get pissed off at me because they're like, well, we sent it to you for free. And I was like, and it sucked. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I have a niece that she finds the greatest little gifts, these little niche things by independent business people and creators and stuff like that. And it's phenomenal. Oh, it's just the best. I love doing that shit. But yeah, so those two companies, Giant Wolf and Butt Rest, the butt pillow is fucking amazing and roommate approved. And they're going to send me the smaller one for me to approve it. And that shirt is just fucking hilarious. Go like buy everything from that guy. He's fucking awesome and hilarious. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But if you want to sponsor me and your product sucks, I don't know what to tell you. 
I've been pretty lucky when it comes to the products themselves that I've received. You know, maybe, like I said, maybe the customer service isn't as good as I would like. But for the most part, I've been pretty lucky. Now, I would imagine, like, <laughs> let's be honest, if it's a toy and I'm putting my ding-dong in it, yeah, uh, it's going to take a lot for it not to do its intended job. Yeah, I was, I'm sponsored by tons of toy companies. And I got in a fight with one. That, uh, this is why I bring this up. It was an amazing toy until it burnt out on the third use. Oh, wow. And it was an expensive toy. So I was like, I'm not going to tell people to buy this. And so they exchanged it. Like maybe that one was defective. No, that one burnt out too immediately. Like, so fucking no, dude. No, absolutely not. But I'm trying to get some lingerie hookups. So uh, give me your lingerie. I'll take some pictures. There you go. (laughs) Now, is it maybe that you are just very, very rough on toys? Is that a possibility? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. All right. Yeah. But um, I think the toy I'm roughest on is, so I love the Womanizer brand. Okay. They are almost $300 a toy. They are, they do not sponsor me. I have three of them. Wow. <laughs> I, like, I bought one myself and it burnt out. Cause I use it so much. I think we had this discussion, like, cause you saw on my Twitter, like my vibrator went out while I was on a trip. Yep. So like a, uh, a client bought me another one, wow. <laughs> but the, it's like, that's not a company I'm going to say their toys burn out. And I, I burnt that out. Like, yeah, <laughs> that, that was, that was all me. <laughs> when it comes to toys, do you have to kind of cycle you know, using it and then kind of getting off of it so you don't desensitize yourself or are you pretty nope. good? You have your system. Oh, I've got my system. And then I've got certain toys for certain things. So the womanizer, the, the one, so I have two of the same one and I have one that's a little bit different. And the two I have the same of, it sucks your clit and it vibrates inside. So it hits your G spot. Okay. Uh, fucking phenomenal. Like that's really the only thing I need. But I have another one that is just the suction which is great for doggy style. Oh, okay. I got you. So like, or like, like if I'm on my back and like my partner's on their knees okay. and like putting that over, like it's an excellent partner toy. Like I know it was meant to be like a single person toy, but you know, I've even used the womanizer one that does the G spot and the sucking while taking anal, like just fill up all the holes. <laughs> slow, slow down, slow down. Can you say that all again? I, a little bit breathy. I'd appreciate it. Fill it all the holes. <laughs> How about that, slut? <laughs> yeah, I know. So like the last time I did that, I had the clit sucking. It was like the toy was clit sucking. It was in my vagina dick in my ass and then i asked the dude to put his fingers in my mouth wow that's a and thing. i i'm bent over the bed like yeah i've, I've gotten freaky <laughs> in my 30s <laughs> god bless you i'm glad to hear that yeah and that's that brings up another thing like partners that are intimidated by toys in the bedroom i don't, I get, don't get that yep. like it's a it's a teammate right and like i I'm sponsored by these toy companies and every so often they'll ask me if I have a man around that wants to use these toys. 
So I ask the men in my life and they're like, fuck yeah. And then I get their reviews and stuff. So like, just what I <laughs> do it, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have scared some people away with my collection. <laughs> well, if, if you open it up like a war chest, I could see that, you know, depending on, you know, how you have it displayed. If it looks like, you know, a samurai master's case where it's all lit up and smoke comes I, out of it. I got, um, you know, those over the door shoe hangers. <laughs> And they're on each side of the door. And then I've got them in my nightstands. And then I've got plastic bins from Target. Wow. I, I have a lot of fucking sex toys, but that womanizer, that's my go. Like the one that's in my dresser on my side, like where I sleep. Because for some reason, I don't sleep. Like I, I just kind of like cram myself in the corner. It's my stupid cats. But anyway, <laughs> like that is the one that is in my dresser. That is the one I reach for. So it's kind of like me and alcohol because I have a lot of different bourbons and whiskeys and scotches yeah, at my house. Right. But I only drink like one, one or two. Yeah. Yeah. I've got my favorite couple. It sounds like you may actually need a separate room for just your toys. Like that would be an incredible, almost like a pegboard that you can just like fill a wall with and just hang them all up. Well, I was keeping them in my office, like where I cam and stuff so that I could grab them. But those womanizers never left my nightside drawer. <laughs> ah, gotcha. But like, I've been with people that are like, why do you need that? Like, it, like, bro, we're all having a great time here. Yeah. You'll, like, you'll find when, out. When I squirt all over you, you're going to yes. be like, fuck yeah. Exactly. Idiots. That's right. <laughs> That's actually something for as popular not, not to toot my own horn as popular as my show is i'm surprised i don't get more companies that are like hey as a guy we don't get a lot of toy reviews would you mind trying out our toy oh i'll shoot you uh when they ask me next time i'll include you yeah please do i have i have a 900 dollars sex doll I, I i would love it um, she sits on my couch. Yeah, it would be in my studio in a chair like I'm interviewing her. Yeah, I had her in my chair in my office for a while. And they, they wanted me to review. They wanted me to dress her up and like put toys on her and stuff and like review her. And she is fantastic, but I don't have a dick. <laughs> but like you can put like your fingers in her and like all her holes, like they're textured and like her tits are amazing and she's got like a steel backbone so you can put her in any position. Mm, okay. But like I didn't know what to fucking do with her. She sat in my office chair and then I moved and she just sat on my couch and people would like come by and like squeeze her tits because they're amazing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like but she doesn't have a head. So I thought about making a lamp out of her and like putting a tip <laughs> jar. Need money for head. <laughs> that would be I awesome. I don't know what else to do with it. This is a high quality product and it just showed up at my, cause I, I put on Twitter cause I had seen those like asses and stuff. Right. And I was like, Hey, does anyone have the hookup to like, for me to get one of these like small inexpensive things? And this company hit me up, sent me a $900 one. Wow. Like she, she is quality material. Like her nipples feel real. So I put nipple clamps on her. Uh, of course. Yeah. And I, I put her in like, uh, some like 
little bitty pink like gym shorts and uh, like a bikini top with a mesh top over it. She, she looks like such a whore. It's great. <laughs> I find it funny, like how my brain works with stuff like that. When it comes to full life-size sex dolls, be it a man or a woman. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Like, I don't see the issue in having one. But when it comes to just parts, <laughs> I have a big yeah. issue with that. Like the male torso and a big penis, but no legs, arms, or head. So uh, this one, her name is Monroe. That is the name of that the company gave her. Um, it's like right above the knee and then the neck and like the forearm, like a piece of the forearm. But she is, but she is just so high quality. Like I could not believe it. And it's, she's 76 pounds. Wow. Like she is amazing. Like every time I have like house parties and stuff, like people like, like, uh, I had one guy like pick her up and like pretend to like fuck her in the air. (laughs) And like, I just like, I wish I had a dick like sometimes so I could try out these toys, like especially Monroe. But there's nothing I can do. Like I did the video like they asked me to. I reviewed her. She's the craziest thing I've ever gotten in the mail. And yeah, they just gave her to me. That's crazy. And I can't use her. All I can do is fill her up every now and then. Something like that would actually work well for me. Because I've, once again, a sexual desert in Pittsburgh. I, yeah. I think something like that would kind of keep me in the game, you know, like, like swinging a bat in the on deck circle. You know, I, yeah. I, I think I, I could use it. I did end up giving her away because like, what the fuck am I? She, she just sits on my couch. Like mm-hmm. someone like it is, she was so realistic. Like her tits were huge and they felt like tits and her nipples felt like nipples. And someone was kind of like, you know, the shy, like, you know, and I was like, <laughs> like, you, you, you can have her like, but like the next 10 times I see you, you're buying my drinks. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that is an amazing and generous gift, but yeah, you're going to have to. Yeah. But what the fuck am I supposed to do with her? I, Cause even the, like making the lamp idea, I didn't want to destroy her cause she was yeah. so high quality. Like, as I was just looking for, like, an ass and a pussy so I could, like, screw around with it, they sent me a $900, like, damn near full-ass person. So when you got it, did you, like, lube up your fingers and, and insert them? Yeah. And, like, her clit feels real. Her vaginal lips feel real. Like, you can put your dick in her asshole. And I just cannot say enough about her tits. Like, but yeah, like I, cause I, I dressed her up and I did the video and I inserted toys into her and stuff. And I like put my fingers in there and explained like how it felt like the different ribbing. Cause there was different ribbing in the pussy and there was the, the dick. And then I put her in all sorts of positions. Cause you can like missionary her, you can put her in doggy. Like you can do all, like she has a steel backbone. That's really but, cool. Yeah. She was awesome. Like it's still the craziest thing. Cause I, they contacted me after I put that on Twitter and I was like, there's no fucking way. And then a week later, fucking UPS guy. I don't know what this is, but it's heavy. And I opened it and I was like, Oh my God. (laughs) And it's, it it took me like three weeks to actually make the video because like everyone was coming over and messing with her. And I was like, okay, I need to make this video guys, but (laughs) a $900 sex doll. And I don't have a, a dick to play with her. So, 
I just let someone else play with her, I guess. I kept her for like two years. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's going to be the, the greatest kitchen utensil holder anybody's ever had. <laughs> she just sat on my couch in her slutty outfit and her uh, nipple clamps. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm drifting off into thought, really. It was like, oh, what would I do with that? A lot of things. Yeah. You need to tell me that company that ghosted you, though. I want to know. Oh, yeah. And so, someone needs to hook me up with a lingerie company because that's what I'm after now because I have so many sex toys and I've got like T-shirts from these awesome companies and like butt pillows now. And they sent me like an assload of butt keychains. I've been giving butt keychains to everyone. But like I need lingerie. Mm. Come on, guys. Give it to me. I am a bit of a man whore. I will take whatever anybody's willing to send. The one that pisses me off is when they're like, we'd love you to be an ambassador for this. And then you pick out everything that you want. And then they want to charge you like 50 bucks in shipping. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like jewelry companies do that. I've been approached by a lot of jewelry companies because like I wear jewelry when I'm naked. So I put everything in my cart that I would use. And then it's like 50, $60 shipping. Like, no. I had that happen. Uh, there are certain companies that sell uh, adult movie posters. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that one would be so cool to have in the studio. I'm going to buy it. It's 50% off. It is a great poster. And it's like a folded one. It doesn't even have to go in a tube. And like shipping and handling $45. Like, why? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's media. It's $5. Like, this makes no sense. I know this is just it's jewelry like it weighs nothing put it in an envelope and I I'm not greedy like I'll just pick out like two or three one company I picked out four things because their necklaces were gorgeous and then they were like we'd love you to be an ambassador we'd love you to see the pictures and then shipping like 40 bucks Don't like no no like you wanted me to sell your stuff so give it to me so I can sell it right that, like that's just, I think it, they're just ripping people off that way oh for sure yeah, they're they're still making their money on the product. Like because the shipping pays for the damn product. Right, exactly. Yeah, th so that that's a little underhanded. Okay. So there's but a good lesson learned to companies listening out there. Gosh darn it. Yeah, but I, I was even on TikTok the other day where like some girl was like, "I used to work for this company, and I don't know if they know yet, but I know the code to get everything for free." <laughs> and haven't changed it but then i went on there and i did it and everything was indeed free but the shipping changed with what was in and what was not in my cart so then i like looked for the hashtag and there were a bunch of people saying the same thing okay so it was again just like a fucking ripoff uh, oh but that one's brilliant i'm not gonna lie yeah that was good marketing like i i screenshotted it and then went to the site and then i didn't like I don't like to wear gold, really. I'm more of a silver kind of person. But I was like, you know, there's some there's some cool stuff on here. I'll grab a couple things. And then shipping was fucking outrageous. Yeah. Like, okay, you got me. Yeah. So then I, I looked for the hashtag and a bunch of different uh, creators were doing it. <laughs> Maybe that's what I need to do. Come up with a product and be like, listen, I'm more than happy to give it away. But it's, you know, $85 shipping and handling. Yep, that's what I do. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Normally, I try to get into an article or two, but we had so much fun just talking through this episode. I, I we always we do, Dick. We always do. You are amazing. We haven't even talked music yet. Oh, my God. That, 
we may have to wait on that one because maybe what we need to do is like a bonus episode where we just talk about music. All right. But you got to tell me about the article that you were talking about earlier, and then I'll leave you alone. Uh, You want to know about this article? I do. Okay. All right. So this article actually comes from thesun.co.uk. That's right. I went all the way to England to get this article. <laughs> and the t- I, I look on Google Maps. If you like try to put in like London from wherever you are, it says to like at some point in the directions, it'll tell you to like get a canoe. <laughs> right. Exactly. This is how long it yeah. takes to walk there. <laughs> yeah. The title of the article is I'm a sex expert. My five minute hacks will instantly fix your love life slump and sniffing his pits will do wonders. Okay. (laughs) Now this is actually a pretty lengthy article. So I'm just going to kind of touch on a couple of things. Sydney, please feel free to jump in whenever you want. Okay. Like so far I'm like, okay, pheromones. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But like where deodorant? (laughs) (laughs) Like you're still getting the pheromones and you still smell good. Right. Uh, Well, so yeah, we'll, Exactly. This is why I wanted you to be a part of this article. So, All right. Let's hear it. Couples now get frisky just 47 times a year on average. That's less than once a week compared with uh, 2021-22 when the average romp count was 57 times a year. That's it? Sadly, yes. Oh, my God. I feel like a pervert. Uh, I'm I'm still taking the under on that one. Sex and relationship expert Kate Taylor tells you what could be dampening the amour and reveals how to reboot passion in just five minutes. So the first one, feel too fat to get frisky. You're not alone. If Feeling frumpy is dampening your desire. A 2016 study revealed that the unhappier women were with their bodies, the less sex they wanted and the fewer orgasms they had. Yeah, I do agree with that. If I don't feel sexy, it's kind of like you go out and you have a big meal and you're like, no, thank you. But like if I don't feel sexy, like if I feel dirty or like I need to brush my teeth or like. I don't like even in some lingerie that I've put on, don't listen to this laundry companies. I just, I don't feel sexy. So no, I don't. It it just turns me off. Yeah, I gotcha. Because uh, I can agree with this. According to the mental health foundation, more than a fifth of men say their body image has negatively affected their sex life. I have heard from a male friend uh, who gained a little bit of weight that it did the same thing to him because he was uncomfortable being naked around his wife. 100%. Like, uh, because of my day job schedule, especially during the summer, I work brutal hours, which means it destroys my sleeping and it, it destroys my diet. And I think I'm at the point right now where if someone was like, hey, let's do this, I would yeah. never have to say the lights are going to be completely out. Like it is going to be black as a cave in there or just no. Yeah. I don't know if you saw on my Twitter, but I 
I got on the semi-glutide Wagovi train because I had gained weight. Like from COVID, I had gained weight and I hadn't been able to lose it. And then I started traveling and eating like crap. And I had gained a lot of weight. And like even at work, like I felt uncomfortable like doing the photo shoots. And then I'd come home and I just I feel yeah. But then I lost it and I'm like, come here. <laughs> like I'm hitting the gym, I'm getting sweaty. Get over here. Nice. Ooh. Let me show you how strong I am. Wow. Yeah. Once again, I'm taking that drop. That's gonna be my ringtone. <laughs> so this person's five minute fix is mm-hmm. belly dancing. Okay. The act of shaking your hips helps you focus on what your body can do not just how it looks and will increase your heart rate as well as help with blood flow down there. So I see the exercise component in that. Mm -hmm. Like if you feel fat workout is all that said to me, but if you are really feeling jiggly, it's going to jiggle everything and you're going to feel worse. Yeah, I agree. And I'm glad this is why I wanted you to be a part of this. Like it didn't sit right with me when they said that. Yeah, like I'm all for like sexy dancing for your partner. I got a pole in my house. Like, do your thing. But like, uh, all all that says to me is if you feel fat, work out. But that one is just gonna jiggle everything around, and it might kind of help. Like maybe like feeling the movement in your body makes you feel a little bit sexier. But then when you get down into it and you know you got your legs up and your stomach fat rolls, you're gonna just eject right out. Right. Agreed. And then you're not going to have an orgasm. Right. Oh, definitely. Because you're, you're going to be self-conscious the whole fucking time. Like when I had all that weight on me in February and March, like I did not want to have sex with like my legs over my partner's shoulders. Mm, okay. Because, and, and that's one of my favorite positions, but it's because my stomach rolled up and that's all I would think about the entire time. <laughs> I feel you on that. Like, if you want, you could put your pencils and pens in there. Like, I just like I would like only doggy style where I'm standing at the edge of the bed and I can like lift up or something like that. But I, yeah, I felt like earlier this year I felt really unsexy. Like my my sex life went. <clears throat> yeah, but uh, the belly dancing thing, eh, no. Yeah, get sweaty active. Don't just get dancey active. Yeah, just go to the gym or go for a run or do some yoga, whatever. Yeah. Or like buy some sexy lingerie, make yourself up, whatever, whatever you need to do. But the belly and that's too pigeonholed for me. Yeah. I, I can agree. So the next one is unresolved conflicts. If you're both simmering with resentment rather than lust, your bed will be a wasteland. Not surprisingly, then, research has found that couples with the lowest conflict resolution skills, in other words, those who hold a grudge, reported the lowest levels of satisfaction in their sex lives, of course. So the five-minute fix, a dawn quickie. A study by the University of Cincinnati discovered that the calming, relaxing effects of morning sex can last for up to seven days. Afterwards, make an agreement on how you will fix your issues or better still, agree to disagree. Absolutely fucking not. If I go to bed pissed at you, I'm going to wake up pissed at you. But on that same hand, hate sex. Ooh, okay, now you're talking. So 
I've only had one partner in my life like this, and it's just because I was so attracted to him. But we hated each other. <laughs> and, like, he would fuck me like he hated me because he did. <laughs> and it was wonderful. <laughs> I've had, yeah, one or two that... Uh, you know, as short lived as it was, we, we definitely had the hate sex. Yeah. I can agree with that. Like hate sex, absolutely a thing, but like, that's when your relationship is just gone. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Purely physical. But if you're with someone and you're fighting and you go to bed pissed, you're going to wake up pissed. Yes. And then it's morning, you're groggy, you got shit to do. You need to brush your teeth. No, no, I'm just throwing that one right out. Yeah, I am not a morning sex person. I don't like to talk before 10 o'clock, let alone have sex. I, I like to have sex in the morning, but like we get in a big fight before bed and I don't want to have sex with you. I'm not going to want to have sex with you in the morning either. Right. So throw that one right out of the article. Yeah, you're you're going to throat punch him, be like cockle doodle do, bitch. And it's like, yeah, I'm starting again. Like, I hope you drop your coffee cup, asshole. That's right. <laughs> so the next one. You're too stressed. The more stress you feel, the less sex you'll want. The five-minute fix, sniff his sweat. A study in the Journal of Neuroscience found that women are soothed, then aroused by the smell of their partner's sweat. The smell lowers the levels of cortisol, which would otherwise inhibit arousal. When you feel wound up, get close and take a long sniff of his scent. No. <laughs> oh, they're over three in here. Holy smokes. Like, or like have a glass of wine, figure out why you're stressed out, work through your shit and then hang out with your, sniff your partner's pits for all I give a fuck. But no, like being stressed out does lower sex drive. But I don't think putting your nose in a sweaty armpit is going to fucking fix that. Right. <laughs> like, it might make you more stressed out. True. Especially if it's the before where you're fighting with your partner and they have morning sex. Like, let me sniff your pits real quick, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, absolutely fucking not. Yeah, for now we're, we're going to get into the mind of Dick Dangle. When I was in college and I started to really find my sexual lane, shall we say, yeah, because of the depression and stuff I went through, yeah. sex was my escape. Like if I was feeling stressed or anxious or anything like that, sex is what actually took me out of that. Yeah, like if you have a really supportive sexy partner and like all of that like as long as the stress is outside of the household like right. cuddle up watch a movie and then let your hands roam yeah exactly like, well make, like make me feel better about this dumb shit i had to do today yeah exactly and that actually why, why do i need to sniff your armpit <laughs> right yeah <laughs> well I, I don't get that yeah that actually plays to the next one is anxiety like stress anxiety can shut your body off from desire the five minute fix breathe in sync Focusing on your breath is a tantric technique that keeps your thoughts in the present, releases tension, and quietens anxiety. I didn't know that was a word. Uh, okay, so I went to school for psychology. Okay. What that just told you to do when, you, when you're when you anxious or when you're having a panic attack, and you it's called box breathing. Yes. Like in four, out four, in four, out four. 
what that does is it resets your central nervous system. It doesn't have anything to do with sex. Right. Like my desire isn't going to go up or down because I'm stressed out and I did some box breathing and I'm trying to chill myself out. Cause if someone like is like, Hey baby, while I'm trying to box breathe, I'm going to punch him in the throat. Right. <laughs> well, what they're saying is get into bed naked with your partner and lie with your chests touching this skin to skin bonding is a great way to release the hormone oxytocin which boosts feelings of affection and trust then try to sync your breathing rates so you're both inhaling and exhaling at the same time keep your breathing in sync as you begin to touch each other if you want to do that when you're not panicking or having a stressful moment, sure. But otherwise, that just seems kind of claustrophobic to me. Uh, oh, you know what? I can really agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't, if I'm like freaking out, I don't want that. Right. Like, I want to do the box breathing, like, reset your central nervous system, chill out. And then I would go with cuddling. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can do cuddle. But after you chill yourself out, after you do the box breathing, after you maybe even if you have a trusted partner, talk it out. Or if you don't like do some Google searches or like turn your brain off with the garbage that is TikTok that I do. But like lying on top of their chest while you're freaking out. No, no. Get away. Give me space. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. But if you're not, if it's just regular and you want to have tantric sex, that sounds like a great fucking idea. For, but for anxiety, no, piss off. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, I, and I went to school for this shit and I do have panic attacks. I do suffer from anxiety and I need some fucking space. Like my clothes feel too tight. I don't want to sit chest to chest with you. Right. <laughs> Staring you in your stupid face while I'm freaking out. Yeah. And then, like, you worry about, like, what your part, like, the, what you're putting on your partner because, like, you're yes. freaking out. So they're uncomfortable and, like, no, no, don't do that. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, that, that is for sure very, very true. And then, and then you get that weird, like, guilt, shame thing. Like, oh my God, I'm sorry. I just, like, burdened you with this when I could have just done my box breathing elsewhere. But yeah, sex is great for stress and anxiety and depression, but like you need some fucking space to deal with that. You, like sex is not the answer to it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, so that one, like throw it out with the armpit. That's right. <laughs> well, the last one that I would like to bring up here is you're too tired. So that explains itself. The five minute fix Toss a salad. An actual salad or like an asshole? That's, that's why I brought this one up. Instead of snacking on sugar to get you through the day, grab some greens to raise your libido. Lettuce is packed with passion boosters. It has been shown to increase men's testosterone levels, while kale, spinach, and mustard greens all contain calcium, which helps boost blood circulation to your southerly regions if it was that good and that easy everyone would do it like a good diet is really important like not just for like sex and libido but also for like the way you taste like because i've noticed different tastes in people with shitty diets but if you're too tired maybe take a nap yes 
And then when you wake up refreshed, go attack them. <laughs> right. There you go. Yeah. Like, and like have a salad for lunch. Absolutely. I, I'm not going to be exhausted from fucking work and dealing with stupid people all day. And my partner be like, Hey, Hey, Hey. And I'm like, hold on a sec. I got to go make a salad. No. <laughs> like I'm too tired. I'm going to get to sleep. Let's revisit this in the morning. Uh, so are you the type of person that believes a man or maybe even a woman can change the way they taste based on their diet? Yes, a hundred percent. Because there are there's a lot of people that say there's no science that backs that up. Um, it's not specific things that you eat, but I have noticed that people that are a little more into health and fitness and eat right, they taste better. They do. They absolutely do. Than like someone who like eats fast food all day and doesn't really give a shit. I told you a story about one of them. And you were like, don't ever tell me that story again, yeah. but how I knew the guy was dehydrated. Yeah, yeah, you, yes, you did. Yeah, but you abs like, don't eat pineapple and think you're going to smell like pineapple. Just like have a good diet, work out. You're going to taste better. Yeah. A shower also. Well, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And if uh, the listeners want to kind of go through the rest of of the items in this article you can go to this episode at danglinafterdark.com just click this article and you'll see the link in the show notes to it and uh, you can kind of comb through it and see if uh, some of it works for you some of it doesn't as you saw the true sexual expert that is sydney page poke some what? holes in this so yeah that just <laughs> chill out, take a nap, work on your problems, buy sex toys. I, I don't know. Like don't, don't stick in your armpit, like, whatever. <laughs> no, absolutely fucking not. <laughs> Eat well, take a shower, stay hydrated. Yeah. Stay hydrated. But yeah, the, you do taste like people that are generally like more fit and active and like eat well, they like their cum tastes better. Uh, I, right now mine must taste like a doorknob. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got all those amazing fucking sandwiches. Uh, you're not wrong. Yeah. Every time I go to Pittsburgh, I get a sandwich. That's yeah. Right. Awesome. We'll have to get you up here sometime. Oh, yeah, because I want to drive on all the bridges. I wouldn't let you drive. Uh, okay. okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll come up there. Plan something fun. All right. I'll, I'll see what I can figure out here. And everyone go buy shirts from Giant Wolf Company. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not forget I love this fucking shirt so much. I'm not I'm telling everybody. And I'm I'm gonna post on Twitter after this for the lingerie people because I, I need to get hooked up with them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I will let you know when this episode goes out and then you can just start tagging people to it. Oh hell yeah. yeah. Oh my god. This has been so much fun. How do you feel after your first guest host celebrity guest host gig here at Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle? Oh my God, you called me a celebrity. That's weird. That's my... <laughs> Is it? Yeah, dude. I when people ask me for my autograph, I'm like, me, me. I I, I haven't really wrapped my head around this shit yet. Still. Okay. Well, but how do you feel? Did you have fun? Yeah, I had a great time. How'd I do? I think you did amazing, and I I would love to have you on again in the future 
spouting your immense knowledge about everything and anything that you would like and entertaining the listeners of Pervert Nation. I think they would be down. And I think they need to tell us if they would like to have you back on. Oh, so you're going to leave it up to a poll. Well, then I'm going to feel insulted if they don't. (laughs) But then I'm going to be weirded out if they all say yes. This is just a lose-lose situation, Dick. (laughs) Exactly. That's why I'm doing it, really. (laughs) (laughs) You ass. (laughs) (laughs) No, you know what? I know that the people that love you and the people that enjoy the show are going to be like, you know what? You have amazing guest hosts as a group that you depend on. She is adding a little bit of flavor to it. It's only going to get better. So I have a feeling I mean, it's going to be a warm reception. I love being on the show with you. That's why I was like, you can call me anytime. We can talk. Like, I, I think we just have good chemistry and we're like interested in the same shit. Agreed. Also, um, listen to Wage War and Bad Omen. Oh, okay. Oh, Bad Omen. Ah. Ba- bad Omens. Oh, they're so good. Don't you dare tell me you don't like them. <laughs> I think I need to do a deep dive on them. Like they put out an unplugged set recently and like, it's just so much different, but they're so good. And then, uh, wage war did the same thing and put out like my favorite song by them, Johnny cash. They did, uh, like an unplugged version of Johnny cash. And I'd say it's better than the metal version. Oh, very nice. Yeah. yeah. I do like wage war. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to send you, a, a like, the YouTube link to the Johnny Cash one because, like, it is good. Yeah, please do. That, so- that is something, like, when it comes to my schedule, it's really difficult to dedicate the time to get lost in music. So when I talk to people like yourself that make me passionate about it, it makes me want to do it. So I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm typing it in right now. But it's called, like, the Stripped Sessions and that was a commercial. <laughs> yes, it was. I'm on my knees. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, bitch. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, I think you need to tell the listeners where they could find all of your greatness online, on social media, where they need to be and how they can support you. All right. Well, uh, my Twitter is at Sydney page XXX. That is S Y D N E Y P A I G E XXX on Instagram, which I am really trying to grow. Um, <laughs> instead of being sex worker, I hooked up with that TV show I'm doing. So they haven't booted me off yet. And I'm almost at 10,000, okay. but I want Sydney page. And if you're on my Twitter, I have all of my links there. I'm in South Florida. I have a new agent. I'm busting my ass. I'm doing a new photo shoot on Sunday. I've lost a lot of weight. I'm hitting the gym. Like, I'm really happy with the way my body's looking. Like, I'm going to be putting out a lot of stuff. And if I can get hooked up with these fucking lingerie people, I'm going to be posting so many more pictures. Because I'm really bad at posting pictures. Oh, I hear you. Yeah. Like, I take pictures of other stuff, but I don't take pictures of myself the behest of my agent so i'm like but i haven't done a professional photo shoot in like two years now so this is going to be the first one and i bought a very very sexy set for it so i'm waiting for that to come out but anyway yes sydney page xxx on twitter and i want sydney page on instagram and all of my stuff is there and i've been doing a lot of q a's on instagram so um if you look at my story uh, it'll like have a little thing, ask me a question. And then I just answer everyone's questions, but I've been doing like one a week just to 
get in touch with my fans. And then my only fans is just Sydney Page. Very nice. Now, for myself, you can follow me on Twitter at the Dick Dangle. Dangling After Dark is what I am on Instagram. Danglinafterdark.com is the website. And if you want to email me, dick at danglinafterdark.com. I am on Spotify, iHeart, Google, Apple, some more to come. They're consolidating, so Stitcher won't be around anymore. And uh, but yeah, Look at you all over the place. Yeah, I am all over the place. And uh, you could also check out and download from the website and listen to it as well. So, And this is episode 786, you said? Uh, four, I, 786. God bless you. Uh, 476. 476 coming okay. up on the yeah. big 500 you're getting up there man i'm so proud of you well, thank you i appreciate that yeah so any final words to pervert nation and how you would like to end this episode uh dick as always you have been super awesome i love talking to you message me anytime have me on anytime and to everyone out there, I hope you guys enjoyed my incessant rambling <laughs> about fucking t-shirts and butt pillows and don't sniffing, don't sniff armpits. Uh, but if you guys want to hear more of me, harass Dick. <laughs> there you go. That's what we needed to hear. Don't harass me. Harass That's it. right. So thank you one and all for listening to this episode. Please take care of yourselves and the people around you pay for your porn and support amazing content creators like Sydney page and all of the amazing people that have been interviewed on this show. Find something that feeds your soul and do it as often as you possibly can be careful where you get your sex advice Make sure if you're going to talk dirty, you do it in weird voices like Sydney just did. <laughs> and of course, dangle on. 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 Dangle on.